0: the suggestion box, navigating feedback, the good, the bad, and the say, whoo, not letting the good stuff go to your head or the bad stuff go to your heart. Today, my special guest is Mr. Michael Lee, better known as Motivational Mike. He was born in Trivet, Mississippi and grew up in Flint, Michigan, and has been a motivational speaker since 1984 when he had a brush of the law which changed his life forever. He's spoken at several high schools, colleges, and universities to include Bethune-Cookman University and speaks with prisoners all over the country regarding the importance of making choices. He is a huge advocate for mentoring youth and has won many awards. And as an entrepreneur, has formed both a nonprofit organization called Operation Heal, in which he caters to youth and the homeless, as well as a for-profit business called Unique Carpet Tile and Upholstery, which is seeing a lot of success. Michael, welcome! Motivational Mike, what I'm so ready for us to get motivated today. Thank How you, are thank you? you. <laughs> I'm so glad that you are here. I'm
1: doing fine. I, uh, okay, I'm more
0: excited to be here. Good, 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 good. So, um, so let's just dive right in. This whole podcast is about feedback and really tackling the tough stuff that people will give us um, that sometimes can even hurt but it's necessary for us to grow. So I'm just going to throw it right out, right at you. Do you have any type of feedback that you've ever received that you were like, man, it hurt, but it was like, okay, I needed this in order to become better, in order to grow my business, in order to grow whatever. Tell us about it.
1: Well, I'll never forget when I first started uh, doing carpet and tile cleaning. Um, I went to this customer house in Parkland in an area called heron Bay. Okay. I had to go do this huge, humongous house. And I cleaned the carpet. I just knew it was perfect. But when my boss came and he looked at the carpet, he, I had to do the carpet all over because he said, you put too much water. And it took me almost two and a half hours to do the house. So I had to go do another two and a half hours. Oh. That was the worst ever experience I ever had, especially in the field of business that I'm in. hmm told me, but I understood it because he said that when you have a lot of water in the carpet, it do, it's called brown out. It'll make the carpet turn brown as it dry. Oh. Other than that, I'll have to buy them people a whole lot of new carpet. Yeah, we don't want that. They do it all back over again. They make it right.
0: Oh. So, were you mad at him or upset with him when he first told you? Or did, were you like, what are you talking I was, about?
1: I was, I was pretty upset, you know? <laughs> when he first told me, because I thought I was finished. I was sweating, pulling hoses upstairs, going from room to room, trying to manage these hoses. You know, it's get tiresome. You know, I was soaking wet. And yeah. then I realized when I came downstairs, I got to pull these hoses all the way back upstairs. So I was pissed. Very. I can imagine. Oh yeah. my
0: gosh, the pain. The pain of yeah. it all. The pain. Yes. Yeah. That's just... But the, the best part about that, it was a, it was a learning experience. And I bet oh, you yeah. never made that mistake again.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. Now I preach that same, that same speech now.
0: Yes, 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 yes. So speaking of, um, I know you do a lot of work with youth and prisoners and um, talking with them. So whenever you go into either environment, have you ever had a message to give them where the where they just didn't respond to it well and you kind of had to, like, shake them up a little bit and be like, look, you may not want to hear this, but?
1: Oh, yeah, especially when I talk about choices. You know, yeah. choices are one of my top speeches that I give, you know? And a lot of people understand about Motivation of Mike is Motivation of Mike never wrote a speech in his life. Everything I speak, it comes from the heart, because I feel like if I write a speech, I'm telling you what you want to hear. But if I come from my heart, I'm telling you what you need to hear.
0: Mm, yes.
1: When I go to talking about choices, and especially when I ask a question, you know, I, tell, I got this thing that I do where I make everybody close their eyes. Mm-hmm. In this story. And in this story, if I may share it with you and your audience, is that I tell everybody, I said close your eyes. I said I want you to go with me. I said here go a guy. snatched your warmer purse. He got $10,000 in it. He's running through Liberty City. He jumped one fence. He jumped two fences. All of a sudden, he just got one more fence, and he'll get away. I said, how many of y'all want to see him get away? So when the guys raise their hand, I said, now open your eyes. So when they open their eyes, I said, you know what? You're not ready for freedom. I said, that's what you call criminal thinking. I said, because if you have change, you would say you wouldn't raise your hand. You would want to see him get caught. So if you raise your hand and say that you want to see him get away, that means you haven't changed at all. That means you defeat the purpose of getting out. That means you need to stay here in prison. Oh, boy. They get pissed when I say that. But that's my job. My job is to piss you off so I can make you think. I'm not there to make you feel good. I'm not there to tell you what you want to hear. I'm there to tell you what you need to hear.
0: And yes, that is, (laughs) woo, I love it. I love it. I love it. Because a lot of people who are listening to this, they manage volunteers, they manage interns. And one of the things that... often we fall into is people pleasing and we want to be nice to everybody and we want to tell them what they want to hear and all that but all that ends up doing is getting us in trouble because now our the job that we need them to get done isn't getting done or they feel like they're entitled to do whatever and sometimes we're afraid to put our proverbial foot down and just say no this is what it needs to be and i'm going to tell you what Ooh, what, you, what you need to hear, not what you want to hear, because that is what is going to help us all get the necessary job done, whatever it happens to be.
1: Exactly, yes. you know?
0: <laughs> Yikes. So how do they, I mean, so when they respond and they're upset, like, what do you, how, what do, you do to- So usually you know what
1: happened, usually you know what happened, Nicole, is that, you know, they have to be upset for that moment, or with the end of the program, They're easier to, Mike, can I talk to you for a minute? They're like, man, you know what, boy, you cut me, man, but I received what you said. You know what I mean? And a lot of these guys who have gotten out that was under the sound of my voice, they're doing very well. And, you know, like I tell them, you know, when you come, you got to come out with the mindset that society don't owe you anything. Because, see, some of those guys on the inside got this mindset somebody owed them something. No, nobody put you there. You put yourself there. Owe you anything. Don't come out looking for a handout. Come out looking for a hand up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's okay to get a hand up, but don't look for a handout because don't nobody owe you anything. Mm. So, this
0: Lord and <laughs> mercy, that's good stuff. That is so
1: good you, stuff. So, you know, so, but they receive it, you know, because they know motivational might. I don't water down anything. What you see is what you get. Right. Right. I'm not concerned about your feelings.
0: So, wait, wait, say that again.
1: I'm not concerned about your feelings. <laughs> you
0: know what I mean?
1: Yeah. yeah. You know, I want you upset. I want you pissed off at me. That let me know my message is reaching you. Mm. I'm not into feel-good messages. Yeah. You know, feel yeah. good is okay, but I want you pissed off a little bit. Because now you're gonna go back home and you're gonna think. You're gonna think now. That's very so, true. So you know that's yeah. how I learned. Somebody had to get on me or say something to me to hurt my feeling to get me to be the man I am today.
0: So speaking of which, um, do you feel, I mean, and I don't know, cause, um, I don't know. I don't even know if this is the right question, but I'm going to ask it. Um, in terms of how women respond to feedback and how men respond to feedback, have you noticed a difference between when you're speaking to a group of women or if you're speaking to a group of men?
1: Um... The women are more vocal.
0: Really? What do you mean?
1: Oh, they're going to say the first thing that come on top of their head. <laughs> come to their mind, they're saying it. Men more reserved. They, they respond with, with the reaction on their face. Mm-hmm. Women is more vocal. Whatever they think, they're going to let it out. They're going to let you have it. They're going to tell you how they feel. <laughs> Especially if you just struck a nerve. Yeah. They're really going to be very vocal. Men just show you with their face and their body language that they don't like what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? But women, it's going to be body language, it's going to be verbal, it's going to be a few choice words. So you have to be ready. I
0: love it. I love you it. I love it. Okay, so tell me this. So, with your nonprofit organization, Operation Heal, um, how many people. Work that organization with you, or is it just you? Do you have like volunteers that help
1: you? Well, lately, what happened? I had to end up. It's non-active as of today because of business. Because once my business started flourishing, I couldn't focus on both. Okay. You know what I mean? And some at times I have trust issues because I take pride in what I do. You have to be mindful who you just you delegate something to. Yeah. Because I'm a hand person. I'm very hands-on. You know, it's like when every time I get a new customer, instead of me having one of my guys to go see one of these, no, 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 I'm going to that customer first. I want them to meet the owner.
0: Uh-huh.
1: You know, I want them to know what they're getting when they hire Michael Lee.
0: Uh-huh,
1: uh They get five-star all day, every day. Yes, I love you know, That excellence, absolutely.
0: that standard of excellence.
1: Exactly, yeah. exactly. So right now, I, I work with kids, but since COVID-19, I haven't been able to do anything. Everything been on the standstill, but as soon as everything clear up, I get back active with kids. Some kids I still talk to over the phone. Mm-hmm. I call them, but they'll call me and check in with me. I check in with them. So I'm still communicating over the phone. Mm-hmm. With some kids. So I'm just waiting on some new kids now. Okay. I like, I like the kids that nobody to have nothing to do with. Those the kids that I like. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So are you the only one that works directly with the kids, or do you have people that help you?
1: You know, I, have, I have a couple of other friends of mine that's our ex-felons. Um, we work with the kids and then like I said it all depends on where I, I go because like sometimes it'd be people that's already there that I just get invited to it. Mm-hmm. I take males and we all pick up some kids or whatever to work with but then sometimes I just pick random kids that I run into like yesterday, not yesterday, um, Friday, Friday. Mm-hmm. And I see Guys walking with their pants down and the draw show, hey man, come on, let me holler at you. You know, and I just approached them. I tell them, I say, you know where that come from? Like, no, man, this just a style. No, that come from prison. Mm. Explain to them the history of by the pants being sad. And when they hear the story, the first thing they do, they help up and pull their pants up now. <laughs> you, you, you know what I mean? So I would infringe upon them um, to mentor them. Whether they want to or not. Should uh-huh. they just take a lack like motivation of motivational mic and it's on the popping
0: I love it. You know? I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So um with okay, so in your business, right? Um mm-hmm. you or even in your nonprofit or just in everything that you've done, um you've had to manage a group of people here and there, right? Yes um have you ever had to give any of them um tough feedback or even good feedback maybe they were doing a really really good job or maybe there was something that they need to needed to improve and like maybe you had to have a tough conversation but I feel like you don't have tough conversations you just have conversations and then it just kind of goes however bad.
1: <laughs> but like you know how do you
0: tell somebody who maybe isn't doing well um that they need to do better
1: well, the first thing what I do is I, I say to them, I go to them, not hard. I say, let me show you something. And I do it by example. Like if I got a guy doing something like with upholstery and I see that you're not doing it the way I like it, uh-huh. I think, wait a minute, let me see that. Let me show you something. And I demonstrated myself. I said, now, look at this and look what you did. You see the difference? Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, okay. Now, if you do it this way, this is the results you're going to get. Uh-huh. Wait. We got to go back over and over and over again till we get it right. I'm not here to be here all day. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get this done right the first time, and we're going to be done with it. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm not afraid to fire you. <laughs> you know I'm not because my reputation on the line, and right. my reputation means everything to me. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, but a lot of guys be receptive because it's the way I go to them. I don't go like I'm talking down to them. I talk up to them. Because I have. Mm-hmm. I don't like to talk down to me, Don't talk, talk up to me. But when you talk down to me, you make me feel less.
0: So what do you mean exactly like when, I mean, I love that, but what exactly do you mean? So if somebody um, had to, when they were, if they are finished listening to this and they have to go to talk to somebody, what do you mean by talk up to them?
1: Well, you, well, it, you can give them constructive criticism and inspire them and motivate them at the same time. Yes. They don't feel bad and they can receive what you're saying. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I love that. I love, 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 love everything that you are saying. I'm just, I'm like processing it because um, just everything that you're saying is so valid. Um, And especially with a lot of what the people, like the people who might be listening, right? They, like I said, they might manage volunteers or interns. And there's a way, if there's... um a project that has to be get that has to get done. Because a lot of times, um, sometimes people will be like, and it's not necessarily the manager, the volunteers, right? Because what will happen is somebody in the organization will say, hey, do you have a volunteer that can come and help us with this? And we find them a volunteer and we send them off with that person. And then that person might just give it to them and walk away and then get upset when the volunteer or intern doesn't do it correctly. But what you said was powerful, meaning even in our coaching of the person who was, under you know taking on the volunteer or intern for that moment or for that day take the time to show them and be like this is what we are looking for this is how we would like it to be done you know spending that five or ten minutes can save hours on the back end and that is huge that is huge and then I love how you said talking up to them you know not necessarily oh this is crap and did it like hey let me show you maybe if we do it this way and look at how it's going to turn out and like you said giving them criticism and inspiring them at the same time that is huge that is huge that is huge and it's the really the difference between somebody wanting to come back and work for you harder or want to work in such a way that they are doing a good job and somebody who's just like well screw it I don't care or maybe only do it halfway or and then never come back or you know all of these different things because it's really all in how you treat somebody that makes the world of difference and can take it like it can mean it could just be the difference between Having somebody for a day and having somebody for a year, that dedication and that loyalty. So that's right. awesome. That is right. awesome. Um, motivational Mike, since we're talking about choices, is there anything else that you want to tell us about anything? It's up to you. Uh,
1: what can I tell you? Um, well, all thing I can say is that whatever you get involved in or whatever you choose to do, whether it's business or personal, be the best at it. You know what I mean? Be the best. And you know, I try I, I do everything I can to stay away from that word try. I tell people get away from that word try.
0: Yeah.
1: Put the word Nike in your mind. Just do it. Yeah. You know what I mean, because I feel like when you say the word try, you're setting yourself up for failure. Mm. See if I if I if I show you this phone in my hand and if I say pick it up and you go to pick it up, you didn't try to pick it up, you picked it up. There's two things. You can pick it up or you don't pick it up. So if I just do it like can say I just pick it up and go about my business. Yeah. I'm trying, I'm instead of looking at this phone. It ain't but one way to get it, it's just grabbing it. You don't have to try to figure out busting your brain off. You're setting yourself up for failure. Just do it. And go about your business. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, and people have to understand too, it's a saying that I always say, it's two kind of people in this world. It's those who know and those who don't know. The difference between the two is knowledge. Eh. <laughs> I learned about knowledge, knowledge is power. Once you get knowledge of anything, can nobody take that from you? That's yours. And another thing is I tell people, I say the key to understanding is communication. Without communication, there's no understanding. As long as you can communicate and you can receive the communication back and you can have a decent dialogue. Oh man, you open up and learn, man. You can learn a lot. And that's what we have to do. We have to humble ourselves. That's why God gave us two ears and one mouth. We hear more than talk) less. You know? <laughs>
0: oh man repeat that one more time just in case everybody didn't hear it
1: <laughs> that's why God gave us two ears that way we could hear more and talk less he gave us one mouth so he wants you to talk less but he gave you two ears so you can hear more you know what I mean and just talk less that's it
0: I love so, it I love it that's even a line right out of Hamilton well sort of kind of he was like talk less smile more
1: <laughs> yeah exactly but it's exactly.
0: because it's amazing what you can find out when you just set yourself up to listen. And listening is probably one of the most powerful tools that we have. Um, and we don't really do it very well. Or a lot of times people listen to, um, like, to return um, or, like, listen to answer instead of listening to hear. And so it is yep. a big difference in that. See, some,
1: pe- some people hear you, but they're not listening to you. <laughs> One ear and it come out the other. When listening me, it comes in, it stops, and you dissect everything that was said to you. Mm. So, but when you just hear it, it's here and it's gone. It's gone. Yeah, I heard you. It's going out the other ear though. But when I'm listening, it comes in and it stops and it mirrors name. And I I, I ponder on it. I like, okay, and then we analyze it. Yeah. And then I have also, you know, some people actually me, say, is it true that you don't like to give advice? I said, No, I do not. They said, Why is that? I said, Well, if I give you advice and it fail, you're going to blame me. If I give you advice and it work, you're going to depend on me. So what I say is, I say, well, Nicole, if I was you, this is what I would do. And then I will share with you, then nine out of 10, you would say, you know what? You just gave me an idea. No, 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 no. The idea was in you all the time. I just say something to bring it out of you. So when you make that decision, it's your decision and not mine. That means I'm in the clear. So whatever happened, it's on Nicole, not me.
0: Well, and the the good thing about that, too, it's also that adage of if you give a man a fish, you feed him for the day. But if you teach him how to fish, you feed him for life. So getting people to learn and like come getting people to learn and figure out how to come up with solutions on their own. Right. Instead of always giving them the solution is going to help them because they then that like you said they don't always have to be calling back 10 years later hey uh motivational mike remember you know they've developed the tools that they needed to learn how to make good decisions and come up with solutions on their own so that i like it i'm never giving anybody any advice ever again except for maybe my kid i'm I'm (laughs) gonna be in her ear forever i don't care (laughs) whether she wants it or not no (laughs) <laughs> all righty so this has been amazing um i have two more questions for you the first one is name one accomplishment or something that you've had to overcome challenge that you've had to overcome that you are extremely proud of so far um in life
1: oh man i got a few of those so i'm just gonna give you one of them I wouldn't have all day. They'd take me all day to give you all of them. <laughs> I think one of the biggest accomplishments that I'm proud of that I had to overcome is when I got fired on my last job. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. um, anybody who knows my story, they heard my story, they know my past. You know, um, I was incarcerated for about 27 and a half years for a murder I didn't even see. And, um, and when I look back over my life, it's one of the best experiences. And I think I had not, I went through that experience. I want to be half the man I am today. And I begin to that sometimes God will put you in a place just to mold you and shape you to be the man that he wants you to be. We might not understand it then, but once you get to what he's getting you to, then you can look back and say, okay, God, now nah, I understand. I understood why you did But you allowed. You didn't put me there. You allowed me to go there. Mm. But you stopped it. But he allowed. Satan put me there and allowed it to happen. Uh so but my last job was with this company i'm not gonna put their name out there
0: yeah no no don't do that don't
1: do that (laughs) i'm not gonna put their name out there but uh they fired me for one string of hair that was on the stairs the investor came after i had left and cleaned his house and um he saw one string of hair with ballistic called my boss the man told me he said mike i gotta let you go because you're gonna make me lose my contract i said are you serious i said man for a string of hair I said, I'm making this company almost $7,000 a week. I said, okay. I stood up. I shook his hand. I said, I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity. I went home, came. At that time, I was married. I'm divorced now. And uh, I laid in my bed. I'm just sitting there thinking with my hands behind my head like this, thinking. I jumped up out of the bed. I went in the kitchen. I said, I'm finna be a boss. So my wife at the time, she said, what do you mean? I said, I ain't working for nobody no more. I said, I'm finna be a boss. I said, I know this thing inside out now. I said, if I can make him 7000 a week, I can make myself 4000 a week. So I got on my laptop. I went to Sunbiz. I said, now I got to think of a name. I said, Unique Carpet Tile. I said, yeah, I want to be unique. I don't want to be like nobody else. I registered, paid it. Went to RIS. I got my EIN number, five minutes. I said, okay. I have a portable machine that uh, my first boss who trained me how to do what I do today He's my mentor.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And they throw this machine away. I said, man, let me have it. He said, man, that machine ain't no good. I said, I kept it. I put it on my patio, not knowing that I needed that machine down the line four years later, three okay. years later. I took the machine put it in the shop. I said, oh, my God, look, it'll cost me a lot of money. I said, but I need it. They called me and said, Michael, your machine is ready. I get. I said, man, how much are you? They said, $50. I what? said, what? I said, Okay. Pay for it. I used to take this machine and put it in the back seat of my car. I put my chemicals in the back seat. People used to call me and say, Michael, can y'all book me? I said, Well, I don't work for them no more. I work for myself. Well, can you come? Sure, I can. I come out of the back seat of my car. I'm doing area rugs. I'm doing carpet. I got me a little jar. Next thing you know, I got me a van. Now I need me some machines to go in this van. Now, this machine that I need cost $13,000. I don't have $13,000. So what ended up happening is a friend of mine told me about vocation rehabilitation on David Extension. I go out to vocation. I, I love vocation rehabilitation. Shout out to vocation rehabilitation. Shout out to Ms. Joni Wise. Shout out to Ms. Regina Boston. Those people who made me who I am today to be successful. So I go there and they told me, they said, well, Michael, you know, we don't do that here. I said, ma'am, I know y'all give our money. They said, no, we don't do that here. I said, okay. So what I did, I went back the next day. They said, why are you back here? I said, well, you didn't give me no money yesterday, so I figured you'd give me some money today. He said, ain't nothing, changed. I went back the third day. Michael, why are you here? I said, well, you didn't give me no day before yesterday. You didn't give me no yesterday. I know you had a good night's sleep, so you'll give me some." <laughs> I said, come on in my office. Went in the office. Everything they said I needed, I had it. I had it. I had it. That months later, I got $17,400.
0: <laughs>
1: I, I haven't looked back. Not business now going on four years. Love it. So when yes. people Google, when people put in Google right now, they didn't need carpet cleaner upholstery. Guess who pop up?
0: Oh, unique. Yes. Five star rating. Five
1: star rating. You know. Yes. 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 That, oh, I love, I, love
0: I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. That tenacious spirit of just not giving up. I love you know, it. Les
1: Brown. You know what, Nicole? I'll never forget Les Brown. Um, who's one of my favorite speakers, him is Zig Ziglar. Yeah. I said, if you fall, always try to land on your back, because if you could look up, you can get up. And, and that me. just stood with me. You know what I mean? That just stood with me. Yeah. You know? So I, when I fell, I landed on my back, but I was looking up. I got up, dusted myself off, and didn't have no pity party. And that same guy that fired me, I saw him about a year and a half, two years later. I saw him at a Dunkin' Donuts, and him and his two kids. He said, hey man, how you doing? He said, what company I need is you working for? I said, what company I work for? I said, let me give you a card. Ha <laughs> ha Yes. Yes. He yes. didn't have the dacity to, had to say, well, if you get too much work, man, give me a call. I said, I'll keep that in mind.
0: Yeah, I'll keep that in mind. Exactly. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That, oh, I love it. I love it. I love, yeah. it. I love it. And one of the things that I just, besides the fact of your just tenaciousness of everything, um, one of the things that you said is you had a mentor and I'm always, always, always saying get a mentor, get somebody to coach you through it. All of the greats had mentors, you know, like, yeah. um, uh, you know, all the greats, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, they all had a coach. They didn't get there on their own. They had a coach right. and people who were looking out for them, looking from the outside, guiding them and giving them tips. Yes, they had the talent. Yes, they had the will to work. But some yeah. you need somebody to help guide you to where you need you be, where you need to be. And look, and here's another example. All the great motivational like had a coach. <laughs> Love it. Okay, so last thing. So this is my book, right? The 3,000 questions about me. So I'm going to ask you to choose a number between 1 and 3,000, and then you answer it, and then I answer it. And if you don't like it, we can change the question. (laughs) So pick a number, 1 through 3,000. 31. All right, 31. Okay. Let's see. Oh, man, these are really good.
1: What is your greatest regret? My greatest regret is uh, going to prison. Being in prison and watching the five o'clock news, somebody murdered my mom. Uh, and I wasn't there to protect her. Uh, That's my greatest regret. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yep. That's my greatest. I, I should have been there to protect her. And I wasn't, so I feel like I failed
0: her. Mm.
1: You know,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Man, well, you've done so much since then that I mean, I don't know if there, if it's even appropriate to say, you know, that it's made up for it. Um, because I don't, I just think I don't know if that's something that you can ever, you know, get past. But, um, but I. I do believe that she would be extremely proud of everything that you've done because you've been a motivation to me, a motivation to many, many other people and um, getting them back on the right path to do what they need to do to be there for their families, which I think what better way to show her honor that way. I think that's really, really good.
1: You always hear me tell kids, you know, I always ask the question, I don't care where I go at when kids involved, even grown-ups. I ask them, How many of y'all still have your mom? You know, they're raising her. And I said, Listen, if you don't do nothing else, I'm challenging each and every one of you. When you leave here, go and give your mom a hook and kiss and tell her that you love her and you appreciate her. Uh-huh. Don't wait till she died, because you can't do it then. Right. Do it now while she's living. Don't wait till Mother's Day to buy flowers. Buy them now so she can spend. It's amazing how a dead person can get so many flowers. But when they was living, you wouldn't stop stop by and give them one. I don't understand that for the life of me. You dead person get nice clothes, nice shoes, nice cat. They get nice everything. You even throw a party for them, and they ain't even here. But when they was here, you didn't do none of it. They weren't even in your thoughts. It's sad. You know what I mean? It is so so we got things so backwards. No, celebrate the living, not the dead. Man. Woo! You know what I mean? Yeah, celebrate. Yes. The, you know, we're gonna celebrate. Let's celebrate right now. If Nicole wants to be celebrating now so she could enjoy it. You know what I mean? When you gone, Kendall, you don't know nothing about none of that. Yeah, exactly. Now, if they celebrate you now, you can say, okay, I enjoyed this. And everybody can reflect and say, oh, man, we had a good time, boy. Me and Nicole, da-da-da. We honored her. We bought her flowers, fruit bowl. We watched her eat those fruit <laughs> Now we made memories. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Nah, so everybody wanted to buy people flowers when they did. That's so crazy.
0: Yeah. Man. Man, Okay. Well gee, I, I I don't even want to answer the question now. That was way, that was way too powerful. <laughs> like, I don't even know. Mine this is something like not um my I don't know. I don't even know. Let me think. What is my greatest regret? My greatest regret would be I would say <laughs> Um, eloping and, um, running off and getting married without telling my mom when I was in college. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that's that was a good one. That Whoa. hurt, yeah, that hurt a lot of people.
1: <laughs> oh, I know she was hurt, boy.
0: She was mad. She was mad. Yeah. Young and dumb. Young and dumb. So, yeah, wow. yeah.
1: That that would be mine. That would be mine. Whoa! I would, if I was there, I'd have been
0: pissed. Oh, yeah. That's a story for another day. So, would that yeah, be that's another
1: that's another book.
0: <laughs> yeah, another it really best.
1: No, oh. hey, it would. That was, Hey, that book won't be called game on. That's game off. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh my, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! So, um, I am okay. So, a couple of things. Number one, um, um, how can people reach you? Uh, what is there like? Uh, I know you said you could just do a Google, but do you have like?
1: Uh, they can reach me. Or a lot of people could call me, or they could text me. They can go to Facebook. They can go to Twitter.
0: Is it is it motivational mic or is it? Yes, um, motivation.
1: Yeah, motivational mic.
0: Okay. Okay. So I'll make sure. It.
1: My email is, my, yeah, my email is um at gmail.com. Uh, Instagram is motivational uh, Facebook, they can go motivational They can also go mic mic, then in parenthes it have motivational so Okay. It's two different pages. You got mic mic here, yeah, motivational in parenthes. Okay. Then you have motivational page as well. Nice.
0: And are you on LinkedIn?
1: Yes, I'm on LinkedIn. They go just Michael Lee. Okay. Or they type in, you need carpet tile and upholstery post cleaning. Then it should pull my name up, Michael Lee. Awesome. Yes. Awesome,
0: awesome, awesome. So you know what? I am just so encouraged and so thrilled. And just with everything that you're doing, um, get your address after all of this is over. But this was a journal that I created. I don't know if you can see it.
1: I mm-hmm, see it.
0: <laughs> okay. It's called 101 Affirmations for Entrepreneurs, and the same that you were talking about, you know, sometimes you just have to do it, and I just, it's just, you know, different things in there just reminding you, especially being an entrepreneur, how challenging it can be sometimes, but it's just different, you know, it's just words that you can use, and it's just be encouraged. Sometimes the right decisions are the most difficult ones. Um, You are tougher than you realize. Remember to help others along the way. And so like, if you need to take notes or you just need to be motivated while you're doing all your thing, but you at the point, I mean, you motivational mind, you could probably have written this yourself, but um, I'm going to send that to you as a thank you because you have absolutely encouraged me. Um, And I'm sure everybody else watching this will be absolutely encouraged as well. And I cannot thank you enough for spending this time with me today. Um, Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for everything.
1: You're awesome people, Nicole. You're very awesome. I mean, from the first day I met you, you are awesome, you know, and I enjoy meeting you, your family, your husband, you know, and it's just great. And we've been friends ever since, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, I mean. Such a great job at the school. Oh my gosh, she is the bomb. (laughs) She is awesome. She is awesome. She got those kids going, boy. Anytime <laughs> you need me to call, to speaker or whatever, you know you can always count me in.
0: Oh, oh thank you. Yeah, I mean,
1: I, I look at I, you like my little sister.
0: Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. just the, the support that you've given me, like I just, I can't say thank you enough. Can't yeah. say thank you enough. <laughs> So. No, yes 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 um so and to all of you watching <clears throat> excuse me to all of you watching thank you so much for joining us again for from the suggestion box navigating feedback the good the bad and the safe. not letting the good stuff go to your head and the bad stuff go to your heart and we will see you next time bye-bye
1: see y'all later